guys, I have COVID. Just wanted to put that out there. Uh, This podcast is probably going to be um, very similar to all my other ones and make absolutely no sense. And, you know, just might have some coughing attacks in the middle. So if you just hear a pause, that's me just hacking up a lung. But anyway, hi guys, I miss you so much. Two weeks, not on this microphone, on some other microphones, which I'll talk about in a little bit. Um, But anyway, COVID, you know, uh, dodged it for two and a half years. Um, Finally hit me in London, I would assume. I was, you know, like dead to the world when I came back from London, but thought that it was just from, you know, traveling to two different countries in 30 days, having my foot kind of pressed on the gas, like down to the floor for the past six months, thought I was honestly just run down. But no, it was COVID. And no, COVID is not funny and I'm not trying to make light of it, but I'm glad, you know, I got on my Instagram and I was like, yep, tested positive. Wasn't a, wasn't a positive pregnancy test. Sorry to all my friends who always wish that. Um, some of my friends actually (laughs) thought when I sent them a picture of my positive test, they're like, oh damn, thought it was a pregnancy test. I'm like, doesn't look anywhere similar. But anyway, um, I'm glad that when you say you have COVID, it's no longer like, hi, I have herpes, which is what I think that it kind of used to feel like. Um, I feel like it's just saying, hey, have the flu. I'm contagious. I'm going to stay home. But anyway, just like when you have the flu, you should stay in your own house. You should wash your hands. You should rest, get lots of fluids, take vitamins, not go see people, get your groceries delivered if you can, instead of, you know, going to the grocery store, that kind of thing. So, um, but when I did tell my Instagram, so many people were like, yeah, it's, it's going around. Um, it's just kind of all over the place. Is it ever going to go away? Like, is it ever going to stop? Or is this, is it like COVID is just turning into something as common as the flu, unfortunately? Um, I'm not really sure. So I haven't lost my taste of smell, taste of smell, taste, taste, whatever. Um, but I hope that I don't because I love to eat and I love to enjoy it. Um, but I am so motherfucking tired. Like literally my eyes, I was FaceTiming one of my friends the other day and she was like, are, are you awake? Cause your eyes aren't open. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm at the point now. Cause I'm day what four. Um, where it goes in waves, right? Like I have, I decided to record this right now. Like I wasn't, I was going to do some other things, but then I got like almost a wave of energy. So I was like, okay, I need to do this because in, you know, 45 minutes, I'm going to crash and my head will start throbbing and, uh, I just get so tired, but my body is like, it honestly feels just like they say, like you got hit by like a bus. And I hate to say that because it's very sad if you got hit by a bus. Um, But like the tops of my feet hurt and like my arms hurt and I have not lifted a fucking weight in God knows how long. Um, But my, it's just like my body is sore. (laughs) Troy is so cute when, when I guess it was like the first day and I hadn't tested yet, but I was like, oh, like my abs hurt and like my body's just sore. He's like, maybe it's just from like smiling and laughing so much. And I was like, what? (laughs) Anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm taking water and zinc and vitamin D not getting any D unfortunately, but going out for walks, you know, with the boys getting outside, I am sleeping, I'm resting. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. I'm doing all of that. Um, so hoping that it will go away 
soon. Um, I, I have to like look up the CDC shit. I don't even remember the rules anymore. Like I'm going to test negative or I'm going to test again in probably tomorrow or the next day. Hope that it's negative. Um, but we'll see. I do. Today is Wednesday. Um, sorry, there's dog fur all over my microphone. If you can hear that, then I'm sorry. Um, so I want to talk about the whole like rest thing really quick because I have a lot of thoughts on it and I've been arguing with my friends and family for the last couple months about it. So I thought I would argue or share my argument here with the world. Um, my friends and family have been saying to me for like years, honestly, you need to slow down, watch some TV, take a break. You don't need to ask everyone if they need you for something, turn off your fucking phone. Like just close your eyes for a minute, maybe learn to meditate. I tried to meditate. I tried to use the app Headspace. It gave me massive anxiety and I just hated it. Could try it again though. Yes. Um, and listen, I, I get it. Like you cannot pour from an empty cup. Okay. I have to take care of me. And that's something that I am learning. I promise. But this is my thought process. Okay. I listen to people like Tony Robbins, Ed Milet, um, listen to them quite often. And they talk about meditating and slowing down and taking a break and resting. Yes. But I can almost guarantee you that they weren't like that in the grind of their careers, right? Like, of course they have an hour to meditate every day now, and they have chefs to cook them 100% organic, all natural foods and meals and go to yoga and cryotherapy. And of course they have that now because they grinded for years and years and years and made sacrifices and were go, go, go. And I've actually, I'm pretty sure, don't quote me, but I think it was Ed Milet who was like, um, he, ta he talks about how like, back in his day when he was like building up his career so that he can live like he does now. Um, he wasn't like taking enough care of his body. Like he admits that, but actually I don't think it was Ed Milet. It was someone, but it's like, um, I was go, go, go. And I was crazy then, but, and yes, I had to make sacrifices and maybe I didn't rest enough. And yeah, that wasn't smart, but I also live now like most people won't. And that's what he's, and he's okay with that. So anyway, you know, the quote, like live a few years, like most people won't so that you can live like most people can't sort of thing, which I think that that's, that's kind of rude now that you say it out loud. But anyway, um, I know that I need to personally work on like slowing down but to be totally vulnerable with you guys, I have this underlying fear and perhaps it is a false negative belief if you've listened to that episode that everything will be taken away from me if I stop, that I won't be able to afford Moose and Henry's food, that I won't be able to financially help my dad, I'll lose my house, I won't have a career. Like when I sit down, all that I feel is guilt. And yes, hi, I'm looking in the mirror and realize that that is an issue. But I also find so much joy and purpose in my career. Um, I remember when I was in staffing, that was an actual problem because I was like on my feet from 6 a.m. till 10 p.m. most days and like go, go, go and running around and eating and drinking and entertaining clients. Like that is mildly unhealthy. This is a little bit different of a career that I have now. Um, but I fucking love it, right? I have so many dreams and goals and my vision like always includes all of my people living their best fucking lives, like however they want to live it, you know? So when I get on my Instagram stories and I answer questions and I give my two cents on 
y'all's situations or advice or whatever, and I do my very best to like help you guys, one, that's not um, like, I'm not a brain surgeon. It's not like what I do is hard. I think that when my friends are like, you need to slow down, it's because like my mind never stops and I'm always like having conversations and such. I don't know. But when I get a message that's like, Gretch, I, d- I did what you said and I asked for that promotion and now I'm making X amount more dollars and, you know, things like, thank you for giving me the self-confidence to leave my abusive relationship, like you cannot stop that. I cannot, I cannot, um, right? Like that like fuels me deep down inside. Like I cannot um, sit here and like not want to be all over that. So um, hold on, got a cough. Anyway, so if I can, you know, send a quick message to someone asking for help that gets them to leave an abusive relationship, it's very hard for me to like, relax and not do that and like skip out on messages. I don't know. I just, I don't have children. Like what I'm responsible for is me and my dogs and making sure that they have enough food to eat. You know what I mean? Like when I have children and I have a family, then yes, I won't be able to do what I can do now, but I feel kind of blessed that I can. And I always think there's like some meme that I've always seen and it's God, like God, the universe, whatever you believe is creating you, right? And he's got, he or the universe, whatever, has like spice jars and is like, you know, is making you and is like putting certain things inside of you, not by accident. So I think that I was given the drive and the dreams and everything that I want to do on purpose. And like, I don't have this is going to sound kind of fucked up, but like, I don't have a family yet, right? Like my own family, because I am meant to be doing what I'm meant to be doing. That's why people, you know, they say to me sometimes, oh, aren't you so worried? Like you're 30 and you don't have children yet. You're not married. Like, aren't you? And I'm like, no, I have literally no worries. I, I have this very strong belief that like the universe has me where I'm supposed to be and I'm supposed to take advantage of opportunities that are in front of me, but it's not my time yet. That's not what I'm supposed to be doing. When I'm in that season of life, then I will do things differently. But right now, this is what's important to me. I'm trying to build something that, you know, my future family won't worry about certain things that I worried about because of what I'm doing right now. So I think Henry's buffing at me from the door. Anyway, I'll get it together one day, but um, yes, it is important to take care of yourself. You do not have to earn rest. (coughs) Wow, this podcast is going to be so annoying to listen to. I'm very sorry because I keep um, coughing and having to pause. So I apologize, but no, you do not have to earn rest. Um, that is a given. Everybody needs to take care of themselves. I sleep very soundly seven to eight hours a night. Um, I fall asleep almost as soon as I get into bed. I can, the, one of the reasons I also don't watch TV much is because I instantly fall asleep. Like it's something that my dad is the exact same way. Like as soon as a movie is put on, like we used to watch it as kids, we would instantly fall asleep. So, but I have been watching some TV in this rest period of COVID. My dad literally just texted me resting, I hope. Um, But that's been exciting. 
guys, the real housewives of whatever. I said this on my Instagram and the crowd went wild, but like, it's such an odd show. Like I get it and why people like it and kind of, but it's literally 40 plus year old women eating, drinking and yelling at each other. Like people are legit screaming about like leather pants and like, And I just think it's such an odd concept, right? Because I think of like my, if I was in one of those situations and someone said to me what some of these women say to each other, I would be like, peace the fuck out. Literally do not ever speak to me again. Um, But they like have to be around each other. And, you know, when they like make up with each other and they take themselves out for a meal and they sit down and they argue and cry and you know, and it's just like okay aren't we like older than complaining about this kind of shit um but then they like make up but then they actually still hate each other i'm like why don't y'all just not hang out but then i realized that it's a tv show and like they have to hang out but it's just so it's so odd it's like forced friendships of i don't know anyway let me sip some water real quick Wow, coughing is so annoying, um, especially when you have a headache. And I'm sorry for this somber kind of change of tone, um, but today is Wednesday. So yesterday, Tuesday, um, another school shooting occurred, um, as you guys all probably know. And I just felt a little bit of pull to share my pull, not pull, pull to share my thoughts here. Um, obviously extremely sensitive topic. No, I'm not a mother, so I cannot even begin to comprehend. Um, and it's just, you know, Troy and I were obviously talking about it all night. Um, and it's crazy because when we were, it was either when we were in London or on the way to London, We were oddly enough talking about how like in the future we would be so scared to send our kids to school. I was like, I would eat grass for dinner if it meant that like we could afford to put our kids in private schools that, you know, had metal detectors, armed security or a private school that had that, you know, whatever it was. Or, you know, I was like, oh, I'll just homeschool them. And then I was like, I can't even fucking read. How would I homeschool them? And I had this idea that you know, if we lived in a neighborhood, what if we got all the kids who were the same age to like group together, we would hire a teacher, right? And they would teach our kids and, you know, like 10 kids and one teacher in one of our houses, we would pay that teacher what they actually deserve, you know, not like the fucking pennies that they make now. And our kids would be safe and they would be in our own homes. Anyway, um, It just, and I just want to preface this and say, I obviously do not have any of, I I don't have the right answers. I'm not saying my opinion is fact here. I'm just sharing. Um, It just baffles my fucking mind that there are babies, literal babies in these buildings. Like you're teaching them the ABCs. That's how fucking young they are. And they are not protected. Like, and everyone screams for gun control and that guns kill people, but, and guns don't kill people. People kill people. But anyway, um, if I was a mother and heard there was an active shooter in my baby's school, the first thing I'm going to pray is that there is somebody in that school that is armed to protect my baby. The only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. If you are standing in a bank with your babies and someone comes in 
with a gun to rob it, the first thing I would pray is that there is someone there trained with a gun to protect us. And some people might not agree, and that's okay, that's the beauty of this world, but this is what I have always thought, right? So, oh, there go my dogs. Yes, it is absolutely sick and fucked up to think that there could be like a homeless person with a fucking gun. They can't afford food, but they can somehow find a gun and how a kid can go buy a gun on his 18th birthday in some states before he can drink alcohol. Like how there can be private sales of firearms with no background checks. Like all the states have all these different fucking laws. Like that all needs to be fixed. And no, I do not have the answers, no. But in my opinion, this is gonna be controversial, but I'm just going, not controversial, this is extremely sensitive. So I'm just gonna give a trigger warning here, but this is, very similar to trying to ban abortions. Like they're still going to happen. You're now just forcing people to do it in a sketchy, very dangerous way. You know what I mean? And if you guys know me, you know I'm not one to like push politics. And the last, that it just boggles my fucking mind how these bodies aren't even cold yet. The bodies of literal innocent children and people are already arguing about politics and they're already pushing one side and being like, see, I told you so, or see, you're wrong. It's like, holy fuck. Can we like think together logically? And if what you think doesn't necessarily go along with what you, the political party that you associate with, can we all like, there, <laughs> there is just so much fucking like ego in this world and no one can be like, you know what? Yeah, I see your side of the point. This is where I would, it's not about fucking politics. Like you, <laughs> there are not rules and laws and, and systems in place to protect our fucking children and to protect a baby learning their ABCs in school. It just fucking blows my mind. And then you know, you think about how, and obviously the news is not always right. I very rarely watch the news. I was just watching this live so that I could get the updates and it was fucking terrible to watch, to be honest. Um, but like they were saying that on the killer's Instagram, there was suspect shit all over it. He was literally sending personal DMs to people hinting at what he was going to do at that school. And Instagram can't fucking flag that? What the fuck is the... Sorry to swear so much. But what is the point of Instagram having the power to read every single thing that we do and look at every single thing that we posted and they're more concerned with protecting a man with a micro penis than they are protecting innocent babies from being murdered in their classroom? Like, are you... Are, are you joking? Like, that is so ass backwards. And Instagram has such a huge responsibility these days people say oh it's just social media no this is the way it's 2022 it's the fucking way of the world and they just have such a large responsibility and they're missing it big time i just have been having this thought too right like think of our celebrities think of our government officials how are they protected they are protected with extreme force, people, bodyguards carrying guns with them, with weapons. Like they are so protected, but there's babies inside of schools 
that people are not protecting. And of whenever I say that to people or we have this conversation, they're like, yeah, but like we should have a world where we shouldn't have to do that. Of course, of course we should have a world where we shouldn't worry about dropping our children off at school and if they're gonna fucking survive or not. Of course we don't want that. That's not the point. But the point is, is that I'm assuming our tax dollars go to paying for government security um, and they are being protected. Why are they more important than our babies? I'm talking like I have children. I do not. I can't even imagine what my fucking mind will be like when I do have children one day, God willing. Um, I just think that that's wild. Think about airports, okay? What happened on September 11th, 2001, okay? Something terrible happened and and someone looked at it. People looked at it. We looked at it and said, okay, how can we stop this from ever happening again? We can't say that people can't um, ever own knives or that they can't, you know what I mean? We can't say that these people can't want to hijack planes, but we can do every single thing in our power to prevent that and to stop them from getting on an airplane to hijack a plane. Why are airports so fucking locked down? Because of that reason. So why? Of course, we don't want people to want to fucking murder children. No. So we stop them from being able to come into the schools with weapons. Why are there not security? Uh, why are there not uh, secu- uh, fucking metal detectors at every single entrance of a school? Why can you enter a school from multiple different doors? There should be one door. It should be in and out and it should be heavily um, guarded. And of course, again, of course, we don't want that. It's not the wish of this world, but that is what it is. We can't just hope and pray and well wishes and and my prayers go out to these families after this happens. Fuck that. We need to protect them. What kind of service do we do to our children who can't protect themselves clearly? What are we doing for them? It's it blows my mind. Anyway, um, how am I doing? How is COVID brain, COVID fog is a real fucking thing. Like I have found myself standing and being like, where am I? Like, what am I supposed to be doing right now? The other day, um, we put like a fridge in our garage for like extra beverages and stuff and like maybe some snacks here and there. And I literally opened it and I started naming out loud the colors of the cans. I was like, blue. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Um, but speaking of that, this weekend, little shout out to my boy Troy. <laughs> Do you guys know that there's a rapper called Little Troy? And he sings, uh, I don't know, but I started to call Troy Little Troy and he fucking hates it. So I'm going to continue to do it. Um, but this weekend while I was resting, Troy organized our entire garage and it looks incredible. It was literally filled with boxes and shit. And he totally got like the big racks from Lowe's or whatever that go like floor to ceiling. And he organized the entire thing. And I came downstairs once and he was blasting music and chugging his loud lemons and organizing. And it was so cute. And I'm just so grateful. So little Troy, thank you. I love you. And yes, 
Um, I know so many of you have tried the loud lemons. The watermelon is 100% the best. Some people say the mojito is 10 out of 10. Not a really big mojito girl. Um, but anyway, those are stocked full in our fridge. Along with like 16 other million different kinds of beverages and alcohol and, you know, maybe some water here and there. Troy likes body armor waters. They're supposedly like Gatorade, but better for you. To me, they taste like aspartame, but you know, to each their own. Um, okay, so was asked many, many times to do a London recap. I think it's more interesting to like see it rather than listen. So I tried to do my best to document it while I was there and I posted it to my highlights. So I think I have four London highlights on my Instagram and they're each like a hundred slides each. So lots of shit to look at, but my overall thought is that London is incredible. Like I was not overly excited to go if I'm being totally honest. I don't know why, but I, I I think I had this preconceived notion in my head that I wouldn't love it because a lot of people compare London to New York City. Um, and I do not like, I just burped, sorry. I do not like New York City. It's so busy and it's dirty and it's loud and it makes me sad and overwhelmed to be there, to be totally honest. Um, so London was not that. It's so beautiful. It's stunning. Every single building is just like so insanely nice. My favorite part of London. So to recap, I was there for a new skin success trip. Like the top 1% of the company got invited or not invited. You had to earn this trip. So, you know, they fly you out there. Um, they pay for the hotel. They have all these events and it was insane, right? Like they sent us to Wicked, we went to, they rented out the whole freaking national something museum with like the Monet painter, Van Gogh, the fucking sunflowers, all that shit. Like they went balls to the walls and they roll out the red carpet. So luckily I didn't have to plan shit because I'm a terrible planner, terrible travel agent. Like I've booked trips in the wrong years before. Like it's just stupid. But anyway, my, some of my favorite parts of London were Troy and I would just like go hand in hand and we would walk down these streets, go shopping, pop into pubs, eat some weird food. Their food is not it. Their Italian food is good. And I heard that their Indian food is good, but all their other food is just meh. It's like not it, but they have great alcohol and they have cute little pubs and just every building is so fucking beautiful. Like stunning architecture. Everything is so clean. It's like they, the people just spend, it's like, I don't know the tax system there, but they must spend so much on taxes for like keeping their streets so fucking clean. All the landscaping outside of the buildings is, it's literally like, you can't even capture it on a photo. Like you're just walking down a random street and you're like, oh my God. Like, it's just so nice. We stayed at the J.W. Grosvenor can't say that word. Hotel. It was so nice. Um, and it was in Mayfair, I think, which is like a nice part of town. Um, it, the traffic is stupid, right? Like if you want to go two miles, it's so much faster for you to walk. Like the traffic is just really bad. People smoke everywhere, which is fucking disgusting. Um, when I got back, my some of my friends who've been to London, they're like, maybe you have like the Black London Plague or something, which is from like all the smoke and the shitty air quality that people breathe in. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it, it's so incredible. The shopping is just fucking insane. Troy saw John Cena. If you missed that on my Instagram, he's the little like fighter guy. He's like fangirling. It was pretty funny. Um, 
There's no, just a little FYI for anyone who wants to go shopping over there, there's no longer since the pandemic VAT tax, VAT, which supposedly was when like they give you back the tax that you would pay on shit there. So like it was good to go buy expensive things there because you would get the tax back. That no longer exists. Just FYI. Um, So a couple recaps. Wicked, we went and saw Wicked and it was so fucking good. I have so much respect for uh, people in theater. If you didn't know this, when I was younger, I was in theater. My theater coach used to call me Phoebe from Friends. I don't know why, um, but he was like, you're you're made to be an actress. And I was like, yes, I am. And my um, star of my, or the highlight of my career is I was the lead male pirate in Pirates of Penzance. Um, there were no lead female parts. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going for the male part. And it was a singing role. And I was incredible, honestly. Like I can't sing, but I can yell really loud. And I think that if you yell loud enough, you sound okay singing. That's my philosophy in my head. Um, but anyway, so much respect too for fucking the orchestra, live orchestra, like hitting it, hitting it, hitting it. And then there was this woman and she was, sorry, forgive me. I don't know what it's called. The the person who does the sign language for uh, people who are hard of hearing. And she was in it the entire like four hour production. Like she must've been exhausted because she's got to like with her arms be like showing you the movement of the music. And I was like, shit, girl, like you are crushing it. Um, and they gave her like a big standing ovation at the end, which I thought was so cute. Um, but funny thing, Troy is severely colorblind. <laughs> he did not realize that the girl is green, like her whole entire body is green. Um, so he didn't like understand the point of the show until halfway through. There's Henry. Thanks a lot. Um, when he like tapped me and he's like, babe, like, is she green? And I was like, oh my God. Yes, she is literally 100% green. Um, the other thing that we did, which people had a lot of questions about, was we went to the Harry Potter, like Warner Brothers studio where it was filmed. If you like Harry Potter, sure, go at it. Have a ball. Me, fucking hate Harry Potter. He scares me. Lord Voldemort, I used to have nightmares about, like, you know, it was it was somewhat interesting, um, but not something that I would ever spend my time doing again, something that I definitely wouldn't have paid for out of my own pocket. Um, but I can appreciate it. It was a huge fucking thing. And there was so much that went into it. And, you know, people, you know, the Harry Potter and the Hermione and the Ron redhead dude, they spent like 10 years of their childhood there. So that was kind of cool. But um. Yeah, I think my favorite part was literally just walking around um, and exploring. Like, I want to go back 100% and just do every single thing that I didn't get to do. Um, but I got to do so much, so it was amazing. Um, so it was a new skin event, right? And it was so funny. Um, I just have to say this. Because what I've learned is that there's so many people at new Skin who listen to my podcast. So hello. Um, I didn't know. I thought that, like, I, whenever I do these podcasts, I'm like, oh, probably like three people will listen to it. And then my editor is like, hey, 100,000 people have listened to your podcast. I'm like, I don't know the number. Um, but anyway, hello. And I got asked to speak a couple times. And there was this one time when I was speaking in front of uh, a group. It was uh, the girls in the UK uh, or the team that's in the UK. And I was like, I... <laughs> 
And, you know, when I was asked to speak, they're like, hey, tell your story and you have seven minutes. And I was like, hmm, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I can't do this. Like, I can't. I'm, I'm so not surprisingly, but like a podcast, right? Like I'm just talking and I'm just talking to the wind and like, whatever. But there's something about being in front of someone physically and you're like talking at them that I'm really not good at, nor do I like it. I like to have conversations. That's why, to be completely honest, more than my podcast, I love when I put up the question box and we have like conversations. Like with my team, I don't speak at them and then never allow them to ask questions, right? I speak with, or I talk with them. I put myself in my myself in their shoes and we have conversations back and forth. Hey, if you were in this situation, what would you do sort of thing? And that's where you can add the most value. In my opinion, There's, it's so hard to like, okay, tell my story in seven, like I'm not gonna add any value here. Um, because it's just me saying a story and I don't know how that adds value. Like in my opinion, at these big, you know, the top 1% or whatever, people don't need to be motivated there. They need, they want like tangible takeaways, like different ways that people do business and stuff like that. So anyway, um, it was just funny when I was holding a microphone and I was like, I do this weekly but I feel like I'm more talking to you guys rather than like speaking at a group and there's no like sort of conversation back and forth. Anyway, um, it was just funny and um, interesting. Anyway, last thing I wanted to say, some people had questions about the flight. The flight was easy from Atlanta. It was direct. We booked it through Delta, but it actually came out as Virgin Airlines. Um, which I don't know how the fuck that works, but I surprised Troy and I upgraded us to first class, um, for the way there, which is called upper class, which I find that to be so degrading. Does anybody else like Virgin class, Virgin Airlines calling it upper class rather than first class? I don't know. Something about the word upper. I'm like, mm, I fucking don't like that. But anyway, it was like a nightclub. It was incredible. The like the lights were purple. The be- it's like Delta One. The beds lay down. It's so nice. The food was actually so good. I was chugging champagne, slept, you know, and it was amazing. On the way back, I didn't upgrade us because it was like $6,000. And I was like, lick my nuts. Um, but we did Premium Select, which is their first class, I guess. And we didn't want, so we left London at 11 o'clock in the morning and we're landing at 3.30 Atlanta time. So we didn't want to sleep. So I would, that was one of my justifications before I even saw the price of the first class. But I was like, okay, like we don't need to lay down. We don't want to lay down because we want to stay awake so that when we land, we go pick up the boys and we're super fucking tired. But anyway, the premium select was great. The, the, um, the seats are much bigger and they uh, recline a lot farther than normal. Um, you do get like a special meal. <sighs> what else? Um, the Wi-Fi didn't work on the whole fucking thing. So my po- my whole eight hour flight back, I was going to work and like update my like to know it and like do all this shit and do a question box and whatever. Didn't get to do that, but that's okay. Um, anyway, highly recommend Virgin Airlines. Um, but I have high Delta status because I have Delta's credit card, their Amex, and I just fly a lot. And I only fly Delta because it's where the hub is in Atlanta. 
your status doesn't do shit for Virgin Airlines. I was like, are there any complimentary upgrades here? Like, I spent a lot of money on this damn flight. Like, can you know? And they're like, no, it doesn't move over. So I was like, all right, whatever. Anyway, very fun. Um, love London. Can't wait to go back. Highly, highly, highly uh, recommend it. But that's all my brain can get out today. Um, I missed you guys so much, like two weeks without you. I know it's on my Instagram, but it's just too long. I'm so excited to start feeling better soon, get my shit back in order, start to do like question boxes with you guys, get back into my DMs. Um, I need to open up these emails. I need to start reading and responding to them on here. I know you guys love that. Um, and overall, just like get back to normal life. I feel like I've been living like a fantasy life the last month because I went to Mexico, then I went to London. Like that's not normal. Um, but Memorial Day is this weekend. I hope everyone is so fucking safe um, and smart. And I will be lounging, um, doing stuff around the house, maybe playing with the boys and shopping for shit I don't need. It's my favorite fucking thing to do. We love a sale. Memorial Day sales coming up. Um, Anyway, follow me on Instagram if you don't already, GB Clark. You can email me or text me anytime that you want. The info for that is in the bio of my Instagram. If you're a female, which I'm sure that you are, come and join my Facebook group. Um, and let's all just have a good fucking week. I hope no one else gets COVID. Okay, love you guys. Bye.